Hey guys, welcome back to season number two. Like what? Since when do I make seasons of podcasts? But yeah, welcome back to season two of the Jesus Happened podcast. If you don't know what this is or what I talk about, just stay tuned, stay a while, hang out with me, grab your cup of coffee, go on a walk, chill. But for now, listen to this instrumental version of my song. Hey! My name is Baylor Wilson, and I am the host. Is that what they say on these these uh, bad boys, these podcasters? I'm the host of the Jesus Happened podcast. I'm also the artist that sings the song, Jesus Happened. I guess I'm the songwriter, too, that wrote it. Praise the Lord. All the things. Um, but most importantly, and most of all, I am a child of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> This is not your average podcast because I decided for season two not to edit pretty much anything if I can help it. Um, I've got my video camera going. I've got Logic Pro running. I've got my Bible, my coffee, and zero notes for this episode. There's something about it being raw and real and not so perfect and edited and just all the things because I want my podcast to feel like you're having coffee with me or you're going on a walk with me or we're on the phone or, you know, Instagram DMing or something like that. I just want it to feel personal and personable. So on season one of this podcast, I told you guys my testimony, my Jesus happened story in the first two episodes. And then I felt like the Lord told me to bring in some friends and have them tell their Jesus happened story. And so that's what I did. I did about 10 episodes on season one. If you haven't heard them, head on back down there. Just pause this episode and go back and listen. You don't have to, but if you want to, if you like to go in order, um, yeah, just go back to season one and start there. Start with how I got here. Uh, and that's kind of my entire Jesus Happened story. This podcast was born or birthed out of a guest bedroom in my in-law's house during a snowstorm here in Nashville. I was supposed to be going on radio tour, my first week of radio tour, and it got canceled due to a snow apocalypse, a snowstorm here in Nashville, and we couldn't travel because it wasn't safe. And so I was sitting at my in-law's house up in the upstairs bedroom while my husband was snowmobiling. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have a snowmobile. <laughs> That'd be awesome though. No, he was snowboarding behind a four-wheeler. So that's the Southern version of snowmobiling. <laughs> and I felt like I was I was praying and I heard the Lord say, start a podcast and, and, and feed my sheep. So by faith, here I am. Uh, this is very unplanned and very unorganized. Sometimes it's organized depending on my schedule, but I am a full-time singer, songwriter, artist, musician. And so I didn't really think I would have time to do this podcast, but the Lord has just made, made time for me. It's so beautiful. And so I took a few weeks off. Uh, after season one to pray and just fill back up and just spend time with the Lord again and spend time with friends and my husband and and also travel and do music. And now I'm back to do season two. So without further ado, for today's episode, um, I'm just going to read the Bible to you. I hope that's all right. If it's not, peace out. <laughs> 
but please stay because today I really feel like this is not only for the believers, because I'm sure a lot of people that will see this and listen to this will be fellow Christians and fellow saints. But if you're not, if you somehow stumbled upon this and you don't know anything about Jesus, the name Jesus or who the heck that is, or if maybe you are church hurt or maybe you walked away from the faith, uh, I encourage you to stay, to stick around and, and hear me out and hear the scripture out. Because um, oftentimes I feel like Christian podcasts can be very opinionated and very opinion filled instead of just like letting the Lord speak. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh gosh, I think I just ripped my Bible. <laughs> I picked it up and it kind of ripped. In Jesus' name, Lord, forgive me. Uh, see, I'm keeping it real. There doesn't, we don't have to keep everything so like perfect and pristine. I don't really like that. I'm not, I personally don't enjoy watching people that have like all these filters, even though I love the Instagram filters. Yes. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just enjoy people that keep it real, keep it raw, stay authentic, authentically yourself. So I'm going to read Isaiah 55, but before I do, I want to encourage you, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, to give me a five-star review. (laughs) Even as I say that, that's so funny. It's not awkward, but it's just like kind of weird to me when people, when podcasters ask me to do that when I'm listening, but then I end up doing it because I love their podcast. So if you love this podcast and you've enjoyed it at all, maybe you've listened all the way through season one, it like gigantically helps me when you give a five-star review and you don't have to write very much. Just say, hey girl, love your podcast or write me a paragraph. It's all meaningful to me. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, which by the way, I started a YouTube podcast option as well. So I'm going to upload this video to YouTube with the audio from the podcast so that you can watch and listen at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting fancy up in here, y'all. I've got a light right in front of me, a little LED light to give some nice um, glow on my face. And that's pretty much it. You should see the rest of my desk. It's a hot mess. We're not going to show you right now. But anyhow, so yeah, I'm going to read Isaiah 55. Um, and I just encourage you to, if you're, if you enjoy like closing your eyes and just listening to the word, you can do that or um, open your Bible with me and let's just like read the word together. Okay. Let's like, let's get in the scripture. Let's let the Lord speak to us. Okay. Here we go. The title in my Bible is Invitation to the Lord's Salvation. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Here we go. Isaiah 55. I'm reading out of the NLT. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. Woo! Amen. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among the nations. Um, you will, you also will command nations you do not know and peoples unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy one of Israel have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. 
Call on him now while he is near. Let, let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive generously. And then it says in quotations in my Bible right here, verse 8, and it's God speaking. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You guys, I love the word so much. Like I just get melty over the word of God because it is Jesus himself. In John, I think it's in John 1, it says um, that the, let's, let's turn to it actually really quick since I have it right in front of me. It says he is the word, literally. Hold on. Yeah, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. <laughs> Oh, I love the word of God so much. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for the fact that you even gave us the word so we could get to know you. Like, this is such a gift. I would just encourage you, if you're a believer, to, to treat the scriptures like it's a gift because it is. There are people in other countries that cannot get their hands on a Bible at all, anywhere. Or they ha if they do have their hands on it, they get persecuted or put in jail. So we need to take take this Bible not only seriously, but we don't need to take this for granted at all. So I just want to encourage you to pick up your Bible and read it. You know, don't just listen to sermons on Sunday and depend on your pastor's faith to to be filled up. Like that's not, that's not God's will for your life. God's will for your life is to be thankful. It says in Thessalonians, first Thessalonians, I think, but also to be holy, that's another one. I have so many scriptures that come to mind when I, when I think about God's will. But it's also to know him. To know God is to have eternal life. So something I love about Isaiah 55 is it's so personal with the Lord. He's asking you, are you thirsty? Come and drink. Come and drink the, the water that he has. I love the story in the New Testament with the woman at the well. And if you're a Christian, you've heard this story a thousand times. But, but there's something about it that always feels new to me. Like there's this woman who has been completely like 
dejected by her community, her neighborhood, her family, because she's been married and divorced so many times. I think she was a prostitute, I believe. And she gave herself over to many guys and she was living with a man she wasn't married to. And Jesus, like Jesus, the actual Jesus, the man, Jesus meets her at a well and realizes, and she realizes that it's him (laughs) and her whole life changes. She leaves the well. And if you've seen the show, The Chosen, this is one of my favorite scenes in that show is I love the way they portray this story because she she sees Jesus and at first she's super like uh, like offended that he's even there. She thinks that he's going to make fun of her, I believe, because that's what a lot of people did. And instead, he just says, I have water that you that will fill you up forever. I have eternal water, essentially the living water. And she's like, what are you talking about? The bottom line is, is that this woman was desperate for water and she had to go in the middle of the day because she wasn't allowed or she wasn't accepted in the morning time when the other women would go to the well. And so she was there in the middle of the day and she encounters this Jewish man who strikes up conversation, which was like a miracle in and of itself because that just didn't happen to her. And he offers her, he asks for some water, first of all, which is just awesome. I love Jesus so much. (laughs) He's so cool. Oh, he's so sweet and kind. Thank you, Lord. And I always connect that, that story with this scripture because it says, is anyone thirsty? Are you thirsty for something in life? Like, is there a thirst and a hunger that you try to fill with your job, your husband? I don't know, your dreams, your passions, your pursuits. And it just never quite fills you up. Well, that's God's will because he wants, he wants you to turn to him to fill you up. That's the point. <laughs> nothing, you, nothing you gain in this life will ever quite fill the hole that every person is born with because it's a God-sized hole. It needs to be filled with God. So it says, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. And I don't know why I'm exactly going off on, on this story, but I feel like there might be people listening who have just been thirsty and starving for water. And I'm talking about spiritual water. I'm talking about you know, rest for your soul, water for your soul. I'm talking about the kind of, of water that doesn't, um, fade away with culture or emotion. You know, I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the living water. And, and one thing that he says is the living water is him first and foremost, but also the word. This is, this is water for your souls. This is, it says in Ephesians that husbands should wash their wives with the water of the word. So the scripture is, you know, one of the analogies for the scripture is, is living water. So yeah, I I pray that, that Isaiah 55 and the other scriptures I referenced have washed over you right now. And in Jesus name, I just pray that they would, they would fall on soft soil, that the soil of your heart would, um, would soften if it's not already. Yeah. And if you're, if you're a woman, that is similar to the story of the woman at the well. And at this point in your life, you somehow came across this podcast and you have been living in sin. I just encourage you to um, receive the invitation to the Lord's salvation. You know, maybe you, you were a Christian or maybe you never were, but, um, but he's saying to you, are you thirsty for, for, 
for what only I can give you. And he wants to give it to you. And all he asks is for your heart, for repentance and for you to turn from your life, turn away and, and come to him. <laughs> it literally says, is anyone thirsty? Come. All it's all the only requirement that Jesus requires. Oh my gosh, that's a funny way to say that. The only requirement is that you come and believe in him. Leave your life behind, lay your life down and come to Jesus. And if you are a believer and you've been walking with him for years, um, like some of us, come again. I recently returned again in my heart to Jesus, to my first love. In Revelation, Jesus, it's Jesus speaking to the church. And he says, you know, basically he says in the Baylor translation, you know, I'm proud of you for not tolerating evil and sin in your church. But the problem is, is you've left your first love, i.e. me. You've left me. So, so all this work you're doing for me in your church building means really nothing to me because you've left me. So yeah, if you're, if you're somebody that's left their first love, return, come back to him, come back to the well with Jesus. Oh, hi. My husband just got home. L O L. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Still recording. Nice. Right now. Oh. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to finish. Okay, have fun. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'll be outside. I have like five more minutes and I'm done. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I pray that this, this episode has encouraged you to come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Accept the invitation to salvation. Uh, maybe for the first time or maybe for the, the 17th time. I don't know. I don't know where you're at in your faith journey, but Jesus does. Jesus is with you right now. I don't know if you have ever experienced the presence of the Lord. I didn't even know what that meant until three and a half or four years ago when I walked into that worship night that I was invited to. And I felt the tangible peace and presence of the Lord. And it's not weird. It's, it doesn't feel like, you know, I don't know. Some people make weird stuff up that is not real. This is like the tangible kabod glory feeling. And I just believe that the Lord wants people to feel that and experience it. So I just pray right now in Jesus' name, God, that you would reveal yourself to the listeners and the viewers, God, that you would come strong and mighty in their midst, that they would see you for who you are, that they would answer the call of salvation first and foremost, but but then also answer the call again to return to their first love and come because as human beings, God created us to thirst. Obviously, we need water to drink every day and we need spiritual water. We need the living water. It's the only thing that will fill up our spirits and our souls. So I pray right now that you just you would just be filled, that Lord, you would overwhelm them with your water, with your word, and with your spirit. In Jesus' name, stay tuned, you guys. There's gonna be a bunch of other episodes in this season. I'm gonna interview more of my friends might bring my husband back on for another episode. We're going to read a lot of the Bible. We're going to talk about godly friendships, um, young adult marriage life, what that's like. We're going to talk about um, what it looks like to date in a biblical way. I really feel like that the Lord wants me to talk about that. And I'm going to continue just updating you guys on my uh, Christian music journey. It's a journey, y'all. It's a crazy one. I leave next week to go to Florida for Momentum, which is like the Christian music broadcasting conference. And I'm playing with Micah Tyler. He was on season one. Uh, I forget the title of his episode. Oops. 
Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Micah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. I know this is a short episode, but um, yeah, we're just getting we're getting our wheels turning again. I got the video rolling. This is crazy. Podcast land. God bless you guys. Bye.